I've got a comic icon that I never really rated. I've got a pen that is mightier than the sword. Welcome to Date Fright. Yes. It's the podcast where we take great mm. things that happened on this very day only in the past and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake. Yeah, I'm Nat Tapley and together we are perusing the butcher shop of history in search of the finest entertainment chops to bring you home for your entertainment tea. Yes, unless you're vegan, in which case uh, you can have crisps. Uh, this is Date Fight Light just for this week. We're slimming it down just a little bit uh, while we sort of... I mean, not physically or literally, kept. if anything, quite the reverse. <laughs> I am expanding <laughs> as we speak. Uh, but uh, we'll be back to normal service uh, on the yes, 8th of March. On March uh, the 8th. But this is, a, this is just a slightly slimmed down version for now. So, Nat, what have you got? I'm going to take us to the 4th of March, 1681, when Charles II paid off some of his debts... He owed William Penn, senior, an admiral, a lot of money. Uh, and so to his son, who was William Penn, William Penn Jr., who was a bit of a pain in the neck. He was a Quaker, and he kept having to go to the Tower of London to be imprisoned because of his outrageous religious beliefs. Um, and he wrote things like No Cross, No Crown while he was in there, uh, in which he cited 68 authors without having a single book available to him. Ooh. I reckon he got out and checked. It was all wrong. It was just all... Anyway. Oh, he too, by the way, suggested that to keep the peace, we set up what he called a United States of Europe, where deputies from each country could come to discuss problems rather than going to war. I feel like hmm. this idea's got legs, Interesting Nat. idea. <laughs> it's almost like... <laughs> as it keeps coming up across time and space... Yeah, only to get shouted down by the mob and popes. Yeah. So he, they'd imprisoned him a lot, and eventually he said to Charles II, look, you owe me loads of money. What shall we do about it? I think I've got a plan. Why don't you give me um, America, and I'll go there. <laughs> and so Charles II said, all right, you can have a large bit of America, at which point William Penn became the largest landowner in the world who wasn't a royal. Good Lord. Because he owned... As, as in Pennsylvania, then? It was. He called it Sylvania, which is, which is nice woodland, essentially, or woody area. Um, and he also got Delaware, and he owned all of it. The whole thing. Wow. I mean, technically, one might assume that the native people who lived there had some claim on the land, but uh, Charles II didn't. No, nah, <laughs> mate, that don't wash. Not Charles that II. don't wash, mate. He has no yeah. truck with that. He doesn't truck nah, with mate. it at all. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> so he set up a new Quaker government in Pennsylvania, which guaranteed freedom of religion, uh, trial by jury and free elections. And that upset the locals who had moved in so much they didn't want Quakers in charge that they tried to leave and set up uh, New South Delaware. Wow. Well, um, what is it they wanted then? We want mandatory fighting. We <laughs> yeah, want... Like, what, yeah. what, what, what? Trial by yeah. lizard. <laughs> I want essentially just a lizard. <laughs> Like, what do you want? <laughs> we certainly don't want freedom of religion and free elections. I'll tell you that much. No way, mate. I, I do not want my voice yeah. to be heard. Um, oh, one of the times when they'd imprisoned him or tried to imprison him in London, the jury, it, it was because he'd broken the Conventical Act, which said no more than five people should be able to come together uh, to worship unless they're in the Church of England, which he deliberately broke to test the law. Uh, but the jury refused to convict him, at which point the judge sent the jury to prison, saying, <gasps> you shall go together to bring in another verdict or you shall starve. They came back and they refused to again. And so eventually the judge fined them all a year's wages before sending them home. Good God, that's astonishing. Yeah. 
Anyway, that's William Penn, who in on this day in 1681 uh, got hold of Pennsylvania. Well, congratulations to him, and it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah. I've got the 4th of March, 1975, mm. and Charlie Chaplin, Ooh. still alive, yeah. gets knighted. He was 85, and uh, finally he, he got honoured. Sir Charles! <clears throat> For years people have been saying, well, we should probably uh, give Charlie Chaplin, uh, you know. Yeah. But in the he 40s was, and 50s... Yeah, he was yes. in everyone's bad books, isn't he? For being a commie. Yes, he, he had been accused of having communist sympathies. Mm. Which sounds like something you'd see on a greeting card. Communist <laughs> With communist sympathies, sympathies on yeah. your loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Signed... At this difficult time. Everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, he hadn't done well in the United States. Uh, and in fact, he had his visa cancelled in 1952 yes. from America and he had to go and live in Switzerland. Um, I mean, I don't know why he didn't come back here. Could have, could have, could have paid the tax. Anyway, didn't like it. Just didn't like it, mate. Didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, we're not interested. I've been there. So yeah, and there was a degree of moral un unrectitude. Uh, he had married two 16-year-olds. Uh, oh, dear. And he had lost a paternity suit. Um, but no, he got he got, uh, he got got honoured, and then two years later he died, and then a year after that, his body was stolen from his grave oh. and went missing for 11 weeks hmm. uh, until they found it in May 1978, and two men were convicted of the theft. They were trying to get money out of the Chaplin family. That seems a very... By doing a sort of posthumous kidnapping. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> Putting in one last film, doing Weekend at Bernie's yeah. with him. If you ever want to see your grandfather alive again... Well, not... A, um, well, yeah. How do I put this? Uh, with communism for face. <laughs> Let's have a birthday. Happy birthday to Muhammad Ali. No, not that one. This is the Ottoman governor of Egypt from 1805 <laughs> to 1848. He conquered the Sudan and his descendants ruled Egypt until 1952. That's Muhammad Ali. No, not that one. Yeah, I, I knew which one, mate. We're not, you know, you're not the only historian. <laughs> you're the only historian in this podcast, and I'm sorry for your burden. Uh, I have a, a death for you uh, from 1954, the 4th of March, and it was Noel Gay mm. uh, who wrote a lot of music. Yeah. Uh, he wrote, I think, something like 45 songs and several films and shows and stuff. Uh, infamously wrote uh, the music for the songs Run, Rabbit, Run and The Lambeth Walk. Mm. Um, he didn't write the lyric. What a great lyric. Yeah. Uh, still so relevant today if you've ever been to South London. The lyric goes like this. <laughs> if you go down Lambeth Way any evening, any day, you'll find them all. Knifing each other for trainers. Oh! <laughs> I'm assuming I don't have to pay a royalty on that because my agent is directly descended from him. Noel Gay is now a, a management agency, which I'm proud to be part of. Well done. Oh, did you know Mussolini demanded to be taught the Lambeth Walk? In 1938, there's footage of him, someone teaching. Are you serious? I am absolutely serious. There is newsreel footage of Mussolini being taught the Lambeth Walk. Is is the Lambeth Walk that sort of slightly limpy thing, like someone just stabbed you in your thigh? No, I think it's the one where you take sort of wide steps to side to side, isn't it? Let's have a look. We can Who knows? It. it doesn't matter. None of it matters. Let it go. Let it go, Nat. This is date fight light. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> and also, I do have one other Lambeth Walk fact. Uh, yeah. After Hitler invaded the Sudetenland, Czechs cheered themselves up by doing the Lambeth Walk. 
It was such a dance craze that everyone in Europe, war-torn Europe, was doing the Lambeth Walk. Was it the twerk of its day? Yeah, I think it pretty much was. Amazing. So imagine going through the Sedaton Land, doing the Lambeth Walk. Yeah, I think Miley Cyrus should bring it back. Yeah. That's it from us for today. Uh, it was yes. spelt, but we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will have another Date Fight Light tomorrow. Yes, Date Fight Light tomorrow. Come back, please. See you then. Yes, uh, don't forget... Well, well, hang on, wait a oh, yes. while. Well, don't forget, you can still vote. Uh, all yes. the uh, normal machinery is still churning away. So mm-hmm. if you want to go online and vote on which story you thought was the best, it's at date underscore fight. Or on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash date fight. Thank you very much for your continued support. Uh, normal full yes. service will be resumed next week. Ladies and gentlemen, and your tickets Lovely. will remain valid for any service. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed for your attention, ladies and gentlemen, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.